Hello, hello. Welcome into Game Static episode 111. Uh, I'm Alex Light with Sparky3. Hope you're having an incredible day today, whatever day you're watching or listening to this podcast. Uh, today, we'll be talking about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It did come out, and uh, uh, we've all put some time into it. I don't, know, I don't actually know how much time you guys put in. I've put in a pretty decent uh, chunk of time so far, so we're going to dive into that. And uh, it's going to be a fun conversation, I think, because... Every single Pokemon generation, every Pokemon game that comes out, there will always be controversy, no matter what, on something. I feel like this one probably has the most controversy it's ever had of all these previous releases. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, joining me, as always, i got both the boys here in the studio, Zach and John. And boys, how are we doing? How are we feeling? I'm doing good. I'm ready to talk about it. It has been very entertaining. I mean, I've only personally put in about five, six hours, and I've done fuck all. Yeah, just completely dicked off. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is a, that's a good aspect to the game, though. We'll dive into it why here soon. John, what about you? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I've, I put a decent amount of time into it today. Yeah, me and it's, you are about on the same level a, of progression. It's, it's about most of what I ended up doing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of like Zach, I feel like I've mostly just kind of gone and done my own thing until I felt like I needed to actually go and do some of the stuff that wanted me to. Right, and I kind of relate to that because like whenever I was kind of getting started... I really dicked off a lot until it got to the point where it's like, okay, you're no longer listening to me. I need to get a, I need to get a badge. I need to, you know, you know, one of my t- big priorities is I wanted to do the Titan stuff because I wanted to be able to upgrade, you know, my legendary so I could get around better. So, you know, it, it, it gives you a lot of freedom. We're going to talk about that, talk about the freedom to it, and obviously talk about the controversy being how this game runs because that's the, <laughs> whew, that is that is a big talking point. There's a lot of things to break down when it comes to that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to diving into this conversation. And of course, next week we will be on a break for Thanksgiving and the holidays to spend it playing games, spend it with friends and family or whatever the case is. Uh, so for today's episode, we will be going over some Black Friday deals. Uh, not all the ads are out in terms of like video game stuff. Best Buy is the only one not out yet. So if you're listening to this after the fact, I definitely recommend to go check out Best Buy's ad because I'm willing to bet you money right now that some of the game deals are going to be better than some of the ones that we're going to shout out. It's, it's always an interesting thing watching the Black Friday ads come out every year because it's like it's always the waiting game of every, all the major companies in like electronics or video games industry you know they're all waiting for someone else to release that yeah. it's like all right who's gonna do it first who's gonna and it was it took it took a minute like we didn't start getting stuff until like thursday is when ads started to drop like that's when i like i think gamestop was the first one to drop and then immediately after followed uh target and then after that followed walmart so going over some of these deals that we're gonna go over for gaming stuff you're gonna see where those prices continue to drop like one dollar two dollars five dollars just to just to bring you to their store so if, if you're going to be looking for any games for this upcoming black friday make sure to go check out best buy first uh because some of those deals may be better than some of the ones we're going to shout out here today uh we'll also do any follow-up we want to do with the three games we chat about last week god of war sonic frontiers and harvestella if we have anything more we wanted to add we'll do that later on in the show uh, and also look at some Game Awards stuff as well, because all of the categories have been uh, announced uh, with the nominees. So we'll look at the Game of the Year nominees, and then a couple weeks from now when we come back on 12-3, which we will be talking about Midnight Suns then, we'll look at all the nom- or the nominees we give a shit about, and uh, we'll try to predict winners, because the following Thursday after that episode, we'll be live for the Game Awards. Uh, for that for that week will be our normal game setic episode, by the way, uh, just so you know, John. So the week of the Game Awards, uh, we will not do a show on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, because uh, me and Zach are just going to flip. I look on at that. the schedule. I okay. Well, I'll just thank you. Appreciate you. I just wanted. To, I just wanted to make that known. <laughs> yeah, for that week of game awards, Thursday only will be our episode. No, no Saturday episode because me and Zach will do Animan on Saturday that week. We'll just do a little flip flop on schedule. I, I can also only say that because I looked at it today. Ah, oh, okay. I did update it today, so that's <laughs> fair. I did update it this morning. Okay. All right. Nice. Nice. Uh, make sure to check out uh, our Agent Ink shop down below. Pick up a jersey. We appreciate that as well. Check out Rogue Energy. Use our referral link to buy some cans. They are delicious, and we definitely uh, appreciate that support to get some cans. And uh, looking forward to seeing what flavors they're going to be, um, you know, revealing next. Yes. I don't. I'm very. Ex- I'm curious if they're just going to stick with the the candy theming, or if they're going to start doing some other stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm very excited to see the next batch of flavors. I'm also just excited to see what the next actual tub flavor is going to be. It's been a little bit. We got Rocket Pop over the summer. And that was it. We haven't got anything here recently. So I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to have there. Uh, all right. I'll go ahead and start turning down the music here. And we'll kind of dive. And actually turn off the music. I remembered this time. He has a hard time remembering to turn off music. <laughs> I do. I just turn it down. And like towards the end of the show, I just look over. And I just see it playing. And it's just looping over and over again. But no one can hear it. No one can hear it because it's turned down. But I just. But it ever, I think only once it's actually caught me off guard. I think it was with me and you, Zach, yeah. and Man, because I was like, all right, I'm going to hit the music. I started to turn it up, and it's, it's, it's just, just blaring. It's like, oh, whoa, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh, so starting things off with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, you know, Like I said, this these games have more controversy, I feel like, than any other Pokemon game that's come out in recent history. You know, um, you know, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, Sun and Moon, those all had their own batch of, um, you know, controversy with the abandonment of gym battles and yeah. stuff. Uh, then we have Gen 8, which, of course, shafted the national decks, and that brought a huge con. Then the trees, the N64 trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, it brings us to Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, where it's Diamond and Pearl and not like what Oras was, where it brought in the Emerald elements. They wanted the Platinum elements. And it's, hey, that's on the fans. That's, that is on the fans. That is 100% on the fans. And then we have Legend Arceus, which even though it's a great step in the right direction, there's all these cool things, there were still some different controversial things about it in one way or the other. And now here we are with Scarlet and Violet with its own controversy, and on my opinion, the biggest one yet. National Dex, that one, it is that was whatever. You know what I mean? I feel like you could live, live without that as we have, and it's been great. You know, but this one is, I feel like it's the biggest one because of how glaring it is you know what i mean it's very very in your face glaring with the graphical issues it's very apparent that how old the switch is at this point yes Yes. when the moment you like even before you get control of your character i'm watching like everything happen i go oh (laughs) yeah now See, the, the, there's there's two sides to this, and that's where I really wanted to dive into with you guys because this has been the constant back and forth on Twitter. Where do you put more of the blame? Do you put it on the Switch like we tend to do and deserving to do? Let me stress that. Very deserving to do. Do you put the blame on that or do you put the blame on Game Freak? Or is it a mix of both? Because a lot of people immediately want to turn to Xenoblade that just came out this year Xenoblade Chronicles 3 with its in huge world that runs beautifully or Breath of the Wild years ago. Yes, huge world, lots of stuff in that world runs beautifully. I, I know our buddy Josh, if he's listening right now, he likes to always point out Skyrim and Witcher as well, but those are older games. So yeah. that, that, I'm not, I don't really count those too much. But like, who do you put the blame on at this point? Do you put it on Game Freak, you know, being super ambitious with these, or do you put it on the console, or is it both? Because I feel like both sides are valid here. I, I feel like it's a little bit of both because... Well, yes, you can look at something like Xenoblade and say, well, that game, that game's got a massive world. It looks great. It runs great. It's partially 
I mean, everything in in this game is there. Yeah, stuff. It's like stuff pops in as you move around. Like all the Pokemon will pop in, but a lot of the the stuff it renders from a pretty large distance. Yeah, because uh, like just uh, as an example of that, if you're playing the game. If you go to next to one of these like massive tall cliffs that are in the game, and there's water down below you, just take a look down there. It's rendering Pokemon in the water. Yeah, like down at the bottom. You can't see them very well, but it's there. It's like you can't see them very well because of the distance, and they're extremely pixelated at that point. But they're there. You can see them swimming around. But it's also partially you, you got to blame Game Freak a little bit on it, whether it be for them trying to push the game out. To meet like end of the year here, because I don't, I I personally don't know how long they've been working on it. Mm-hmm. But when when you look at the fact that Xenoblade comes out this year, it runs great, it looks great. You got to put a little bit of them on not optimizing it for the Switch. They're making the game they want to make, but they're not making it for the hardware, which has become more and more apparent. Yeah, because some of the, it's like other developers they can make these ambitious games they just scale back the elements to it to make it look as good and run as good as possible even if you're missing some aspects to of it that you would rather have so you got to blame them a little bit for it right yeah what's your take me yeah on you know on where to kind of put the blame on whether if it be like more on console or more on game freak where, where, oh, where? i fully blame game freak fully see a lot of people are kind of looking that way because a lot of people always want to bring up the one consistent fact is that Pokemon is the number one grossing entertainment franchise on the planet. Oh, easily, especially with a bunch yeah. of stuff that happened recently. Like, it popped off recently just because fucking they let Ash win a second championship. This time a world championship. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I personally put it on Game Freak personally just because as John hinted at, it's like, they know what system they're putting on. Literally no other system is it going on. Yeah. So they know the optimization and the uh, quality of the hardware. I mean, I understand getting a little ambitious because they did with Legends and whatnot. They went, well, we can do Legends again, right? Well, wait, that wasn't Game Freak, my bad. That was another company. So yeah, No, that, w- that was by the A-team. Yeah. Game Freak was by the... A- uh, Legends was by Game Freak at the A-team. Was it okay? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant Diamond and Shining yeah, Pearl was, a, was, yeah, that, was that, the other that one. That was okay. uh, Ilka did yeah, that. Yeah, okay, Ilka did that. So, I mean, they did that. It's like, yeah, we can do that again. And didn't realize they went a bit too far. On it. Right. Or, as far as we're concerned, they have a test developer copy of a Switch we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, well, it'll look better once that comes out. Forget the old Switch. It's old. Yeah, like, who cares? It's like, yeah. well, a lot of people. Well, I just also remembered, like, even looking back at, at previous Pokemon games, remember uh, Sun and Moon oh. on, the, on the 3DS? Unplayable. It, it's like, those, those games, I mean, in their own right, they're fun games, but they're... Nobody wants to go back and play those games because no. of how badly they were, like they ran and they looked. Yeah, it's like so. It's it's not a new problem. It's like they Game Freak keeps trying to make these strides and they keep trying to go forward with it. And yeah, I I I'll I'll give them a little bit with the Switch being old hardware. And like Zach said, maybe they've got an updated. Like maybe they're running it on something a little more robust mm-hmm. back on their side, but they've at this point they've got a bit of a history of not making something for the uh, not making a product for the hardware that everybody has. Yeah, which 
I mean, it, it it's getting a little out of hand at this point. It is. Because, because I mean, it's like Scarlet and Violet. It's like I'm playing Violet, and the main complaint I have with it is, man, does this game run very poorly in yes. certain aspects of it. Yeah. it's That's the main thing holding it back. It took me about two hours to... For, to get used to it constantly being jittery in that because it was it was like making my eyes cross for a little while there right and I, w- I will say this as well like when it comes to these graphical issues that is at least a plus you got to look on the bright side in all things of life the way I like to look at things is that it's at least not it's not ruining the experience like what you mentioned with Sun and Moon Ultra Sun and Moon look those games made me want to beat my skull against the wall because of how brutally it would lag. Like, especially if you, you know, because there was a lot of moments in the game where you were forced to do double battles, and those double battles was almost unplayable and would crash my 3DS a lot of the times. And Be- I will never know that pain. Well, no, Sun you and- won't. And it's, and I'm glad you won't because it's bad. <laughs> Sun and Moon is where I started turning animations off for Pokemon games. Yeah. <laughs> it, dude, Sun and Moon is, is the worst run Pokemon games that I've experienced personally because of how bad it would lag. While the performance is- issues in this game is unbelievably noticeable, I don't feel like it ruins the experience completely. There is a lot of good about this game, right? Um, and the performance issues, while horribly glaring, you know, if you are like a... Um, like I have in my title, if you're a diehard Pokemon fan, I don't think this ruins the experience for you. But if you're just a complete casual to Pokemon, I can see how this ruins your experience. Like if you're one of those people, right, who pick up the new Pokemon games, strictly do one quick run, you know, like you don't even catch everything or and you just strictly do a one run and you never play that game again. You know, like I that you you're casual to me. Yeah. Like you know, if you like, I know John, you don't really do a lot of competitive, but you at least go back and play Pokemon games. Like you put time into it. You've been playing it forever. I view you in the diehard category. Like if you and if you're a person who like maybe hasn't played Pokemon in multiple generations, and you're curious of this open world game, and you want to pick this one up, that's where this could be a disaster for you as a casual because you're just going to view it strictly as, as graphical issues, and that may kill the game for you from there. You know that that's that's how I view this game. If you are a diehard fan of Pokemon, it's a messy masterpiece in a way. And I'm not when I say masterpiece, I'm not calling like a ten out of ten. But it's just like there are so many good things about the game and so many steps in the right direction. And when it steps in the right direction, that's also honestly one of my issues though with this game and Pokemon is because I am sick and tired of getting these games that are steps in the right direction. Can we just get to the right direction? No. That's the problem. We can't. Like every game that's come out since like really um you know really Sword and Shield. I mean Sun and Moon had its moments too. Or eliminating uh HMs was awesome in Sun and Moon where they gave you like all the writing Pokemon that we know like from Legends and stuff. Yeah. Sun and Moon started that. Awesome. But like Sword and Shield the wild area, the DLCs with the wild area, Pokemon Legends uh, Arceus with the open zones, and now this open like we're do, we're just continuously doing new like more steps in the right direction, but it still feels like even though we're making these steps, like like why can't we get there? You know what I mean? It's like we will never get there. I feel like with Game, Game, Freak. Game Freak has a formula, and they're they they're willing to experiment with it and find out, but they're not willing to do a full overhaul because they're just like we want to still release something that we know fans will enjoy. But not something. And sell. It'll sell. That's yes. the thing. They know they're yeah. going to make money. And I mean, I have had no issue with it. I mean, I'm one of those people who I will play absolute garbage if I enjoy it. Right. Because 
like y'all were complaining about the like people were complaining about the graphical errors, and I looked and I went, "This isn't that bad." It's entertaining. It's funny because, <laughs> like, literally last week, I before messing with Harvest Stella, I was back playing like old, early two thousand, late nineties, play PS one RPGs. They look far worse, right? Yeah, in, oh, yeah. in terms, yeah. I th- just going off that, the the main problem with it that makes it a little difficult is some of these areas where when you see, especially like in the towns and stuff, where there's yeah. a bunch of people walking around. And it's like a half it's like frame. You see them walking <laughs> from a distance, and it's, it's you can count the pixels that make yep. up the person. It's perfectly and then, fine. And then as you get close, it's like as you get closer and they become within your immediate area, they start moving like actual game characters instead yep. of just like... Yeah, same thing with like like I know there was one of the towns where like uh, you see like the windmill in the distance and you just see it just like one half a frame by second just kind of rotating around. Like like I said, it's all very very noticeable. I just don't feel like it ruins the experience because there is a lot of there is a lot of fun to this game because of the freedom to it, which we already kind of touched on. Because like that's what's so interesting about this game, and again, more steps in the right direction is like all of us have already done a very different journey so far. And that's and I also like how they do the map showing everything of the three main quest lines and it actually shows that is you, a nice touch. It shows you the order that you do it, so it's gonna be fun to compare it later. Like oh, what it does or, show what oh, order. I didn't yeah, know it showed the order. Yeah, like uh, as it like if you watch the map as it like flashes like back, it'll flash back and forth between like if if you completed it, it'll flash back and forth of like which one it's like one, two, three, four, five, six. It doesn't matter what line. It it, it combines all three lines together and just makes it what you did in order, which I think is a nice touch because it's going to be nice to compare it later. Mine's just going to be big fact zero. Yeah, I mean, true. I don't, you know, so you're not doing a single thing. I've literally have just fucked off into the wild. I mean, that, and that's something you can do. I'm just fucking barbarian, man. If it would love, I would just <laughs> be wearing a fucking lean-to with fucking some blood on my face yeah. on the fucking wild. Yeah, I mean, that's a route that you can take. No, but I do, I do like that because it's kind of similar to uh, Breath of the Wild seeing your step counter. Uh, if you open up the map, you can turn on the thing to actually see where you sh- you can see. Obviously, the the temp the t- uh, temple of resurrection where Link wakes up, and you can see like all of the blue steps all around the map of where you went. This part's not for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hopefully it'll be for you for one day. I know your switch chugged on it, but hopefully you still pick that game back up. It, it, it kind of looked like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yes, <laughs> perfectly fine for me. That's my normal frame rate on any day of it. But, I mean, like, the freedom of the game is nice. Because, I mean, like, uh, while everyone can agree, we I, we do wish there was level scaling to the game. You know, so it's like there is freedom, but with limitations. Uh, it's like, you know, I can't go take on the Ice Gym leader. They're going to be, like, levels, like, probably, like, 50s to 60s for their month. I can't go take that on right I now. Mean, I mean, I will be able to. I don't yeah, know. you'll I be fine. My Pokemon kinda, won't listen to me. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of enjoyed the fact that... Because me and me and you started off like as soon as you get the choice to go somewhere, yeah. we went opposite directions already. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and I enjoyed the fact that I I, I go down da- basically walk down this path and it's like, okay, do you want to go left or do you want to go right here? And I'm like, let's go left. And I walk down the yeah, I, I, right. I, I walk down the path. Well, this is after I've already yeah, split yeah, off of yeah. me. It's like I I go that way and it's like, okay, now you have to choose. Do you go left or right? I go, oh, I'll go left. And I I get to the end and there's this cave. I walk in the cave and I'm like. All right, let's see what's going on here. Z- like, hot, zoom in on the closest mon next to me, and I'm like, it's level 37. I'm going to go right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was running in a, just a random beginning zone, literally right outside the city at night, 
And it spawned a random level 30 uh, Makuhita. Not Makuhita. Uh, what's the evolve? Hayama. Yeah. Hayama. I went, oh, Hayama. Hit in the back. And my level 18 Ralts shows up. And it's just level 30. went, fuck. <laughs> I, man, one, I will say one thing this game has showed me is, man, Legend, Legends Arceus really broke the way my mind thinks about catching Pokemon now. I know. Because I too. keep walking up to shit and throwing my the Pokeball at it and expecting to try to catch it. And then, <laughs> a, and then a, fucking, a fucking battle starts. That's one of my complaints to the game is they got rid of that catching mechanic. I would have... I'm really upset about I, that. I would've I'm really, okay with it. I would have really liked the option to have it where it's like if, yeah. you, if you held it and like if you held L2 yeah, and, aim, and, whatever. And, and aimed and threw it at it that you were throwing a Pokeball or you could hold it and hit R1. Like, I can't do that because do that it. ruined me in Legends. Because like, I would find the biggest Pokemon, strongest Pokemon in the fucking zone and I would literally camp it for half an hour till I caught it. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah, I would just stand as far back as I could throw a ball from and throw it at it and then just... I didn't, I, I, I I didn't even do that. I was literally right in its zone and I would just hide behind fucking trees and be like... You can't see me, bitch. Yeah, throw <laughs> mud at it or something. I would just like the option because since I've since I went one direction, I'm having to go back the other direction to do some of the gym challenges and stuff like that now. Well, now all my all my moms are like level thirty, yeah. and I'm running through a zone against a bunch of level tens. And I'm as I'm going through, I'm like, yeah, I want to catch this. All right, and then I throw the ball at it, and it's like, okay, battle time. It, it's I mean, that's why you just hit it in the back of the head. It's almost instant capture. Yeah, it's true. When you catch it unaware, I know. I, 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 the game started off incredibly, like, working incredibly well for catching with me. I can't catch a fucking thing to save my life. Now. Okay. Oh, I know. It is difficult. The catching uh, percentage is very difficult. It's it started out great, like even all the way up through like the the area of that catching mid 20s to or mid to high 20s and then yeah. i'm going back through a level fucking 10 zone and i can't catch anything see all i do is i run up hit b to slide into a crouch and throw a pokeball <laughs> <laughs> i do it in style uh, the game the game has been fun so far yeah i mean so, i've i've had a i've had a fun time personally the have you trying to think was it the have you done the i think it's the water gym no not oh, yet okay there was a they they introduced like a little auction house system it's kind of like it's kind of like regular marts but you can get stuff discounted prices basically so it's like you can get like proteins or pokeballs or mm. other items and stuff like okay. that i think i read about that yeah because i i did a i did the gym challenge and then i I walked over, or I was like in the area, and I was like, oh, let's see what they got here. Walk up to one store, he's like, selling 77 Pokeballs, starting at $1,200. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see what we can do here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go do that now. I'm going to have to go hit that town up. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's like, you can, you can, it's like, it basically just get you items or like, or uh, potions and shit like that for, you can get them for a pretty discounted price. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's super simple, but it was nice to see because I went, it's like I went from running around with like 20 balls to I'm like, okay, now I have like a fucking hundred and something. <laughs> all, all to make it very difficult to catch though. I swear this, the catch rate is, is brutal. I feel like the further that you get. 
yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know if I'm just getting unlucky or if if the rates are just atrocious. Yeah, yeah. If, if they just seem bad or if I'm just on an unlucky streak. Right. I mean, overall, like I, I've immensely enjoyed the game. That's literally all I'm playing this entire week because I'm on vacation and I'm gonna dump, I'm gonna dump hundreds of hours into this very, very quickly. I mean, like, like this again is once again another step in the right direction. Which it still makes me mad that we keep making these steps, but we're not, we're never gonna actually get there. It feels like and we're never gonna get to the best formula possible in Gen Twenty. Yeah. Honestly, I talk to Josh about this all the time. I genuinely, genuinely want Pokemon to end after Gen 10. Just because the Pokemon community irritates the shit out of me. I really, and jo- Josh is in full agreement with me. He's in full, he's like, yeah, just let it let it end after Gen 10. It's not. I know it's not, but I wish it would. <laughs> I wish it would. Just pack it up. No more remakes. No more Gens. Nothing. But I know it's not going to happen. But Just have them make, like, Pokemon Gen 10 Ultimate. And just put everything in it. Yeah. Just just have every every mon, every mechanic, everything in you it, just and watch a, and watch people hate it. You just choose a region to start in, and you have to travel across all ten regions. Yeah. It's like uh, yeah, there's even it. a temporal axis to go back to legends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That'd it. be awesome though. Fuck it. Put it all, put it all in there and watch people complain about it not being enough. Yeah. Exactly. They always find something to complain about when it comes to Pokemon. Pokemon is like one of the one of the most. Uh, Probably the most like toxic sort of online. This community. is why we have Pal World. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guns and monsters. Do we have an update on that game? I don't think so. Okay. Well, hopefully one day we will. Yeah. That game looks fun. I'll ask you, Alex. What's your what's your favorite new mon so far that you've been using? Uh, I know I know you said it sucks, but I really like uh, Palmo. I well, I did. It wasn't working for me. <laughs> I it like just Palmo. Twenty twenty three for Pal World. Okay. It wasn't working for me, but compared comparatively, there's a reason why. Right. Yeah. You like the flamingo. The flamingo is a fucking monster. I, you, I I caught it, but I haven't used it. You get it so early, and it's yep. so strong for the point you get it in. Like, let's see. I have Palmo, which is I have him in his final evolution, which I think is Palmot. I think is, and I just got it earlier, so I haven't used it yet. Uh, but he's probably been my favorite. I'm actually a big fan of him. Um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to building a competitive team with him, which, as I'm sure everyone else on the planet is, because of one of his moves. It's a move only he gets as soon as he evolves. It only has one PP. We've, we've mentioned it before, actually, when we were covering leaks, uh, where it can revive a fallen Pokemon on your team. What is yeah. this? Uh, Palmot's uh, signature move. It will revive a Pokemon on your team. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's the new little electric yeah, mouse. Yeah, the little electric mouse thing. No idea what you're talking about. I'm sure you've run into it. Probably. But yeah, that that move will be uh I th- I think he's going to I think he's going to be a, a pretty sweet competitive threat. I really want to use the grasshopper. Have you seen the grasshopper, I'm assuming? The little the little bastard. Yeah, the nimble. <laughs> the little bastard. <laughs> I really want to use I, him. Th- there's a couple of these mons like fucking that little bastard uh was like cac the little the little Small little cactus guy. Oh yeah, a little plant bastard. Yeah, yeah. The, he's he's actually like a. Oh wait, you talking about Cacnea? No, no. Okay, the, the, the new little, one. The, the the new little yeah, bitty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fight. All yeah. these fucking small things are pissing me off. The as I'm trying thing, to ride around. The small things do piss me off too. I'm with you on that you one. Oh, like Scatterbug? Yeah, yeah, can't, yeah, can't, yeah, like Scatterbug. Can't fucking see him in the grass. Yep. 
And, and then I'm, when they populate, <laughs> and I'm yep. trying to fucking ride around, yep. and and it's suddenly it's just there, and I'm in a battle. I'm like, I understand they're small. I understand they're small. Make them a little more visible next time. And also one thing that that you know, which doesn't really apply to me, but obviously applies to like our friend Josh and a lot of others. One thing that's like, ooh, that sucks, is they eliminated the overworld uh, shiny sparkle. So it's like for if you if you happen to run across like any of those small little dudes and they're shiny, you will not know you're unless fucked. yeah you're fucked because <laughs> like, it's not going to sparkle like it did in Legend or it won't make a sound or anything. I did notice <laughs> it because I, I saw I saw I, I've gotten really into watching YouTube Shorts. I don't know why. I just it's like half of what I watch now. <laughs> Fair. I, I was flipping through Fair. the other or uh, yesterday, uh, like around noon, and. Uh, saw a couple series of like uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet ones, and one of them was a stream where it's like at the very beginning of the game before they've even, or like right after they've left the school, and somebody was like, "Yeah, how about you just stay stay in the area until you find a shiny?" At first, it's like running around in a circle. They're like, "I'm not gonna stay here for a shiny." About 15 seconds later, a shiny Hoppip spawns. Yes, and I'm, I'm sitting there looking at. It, I'm like. I was, I was looking at it on the screen. I'm like, that looks shiny over there, but it's very hard to tell. Yeah. Because. And that sucks. To, you, that sucks. It's like you don't get an, any notification. Nope. And there's no sparkle or anything. You just, Now you just have to know the sprites. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. You need to know what they look like. Um, and uh, But one little plus, though, is that your Pokemon in the Let's Go mode, it will not attack a shiny. So there is a plus. There well, is a silver lining there. That'll be pretty fucking obvious because they attack everything in yes. sight. So there is at least an upside to that is that they will not attack shiny. Someone has tested this. Uh, so there's at least that. And I will say if you come across a shiny and if you play with, if you come across a shiny, you can save and, and reset as like you would in Legends and it'll still be there. So that's also an option. Yeah, the, the no overworld uh, sprite and uh, the sound for it, like, ooh, I feel bad for shiny hunters, especially if you're going after one of the small little fuckers. So you'll only know once you go into battle with it? Yep, because that's when you go into battle, then it'll, it'll have its sparkles. Well, no, it, gotcha. it, yeah, it, well, it'll, well, I mean, it'll, it'll have the sprite. Yeah, it'll it have the it color. Won't, it won't have the sparkles. Yeah, the gotcha. stars pop up like or, it, or the like, sound. Yeah, like it has in the past. Games. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I never shiny hunted. And also shout out to Josh. His first shiny in Pokemon Legends Arceus was a Psyduck, and his first shiny in Scarlet and Violet is a Psyduck as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a little annoyed in Violet because by this point in every past Pokemon generation game I've played, by this point I've found a full odd shiny. Yeah, I you normally seen, do. I haven't seen one yet because you normally get a text from me like the day I start playing the game. Of the picture of it. Yep, found a shiny. <laughs> so, they haven't popped up yet, and I'm a little, I'm a little annoyed by that. <laughs> you need to continue your streak. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here. It's like I may have passed like a million shinies at this point. I'll never know because oh. they're just small, and I just pass them. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, so far, really enjoying the game, and I'm. I'm I'm having a lot of fun catching a lot of these new mons and just trying them out. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what the hell the thing's called, but it found it in the found it in the desert. It's just a it's a tumbleweed. I it's, don't remember the name. Yeah, it's a grass ghost type. Yeah, it's a grass ghost type. I don't remember what the hell it's called. That thing's fun. I've I've caught it, but I haven't used it. I didn't realize it was a. I didn't even. I assumed it was a mon, but the first time I ran up to it, 
I tried to target it and it wouldn't let me target it. I was like, what the fuck is this thing over here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to catch one of the roaming uh, little guys with a coin, but I don't think you can catch the roaming version, can you? No, the only one that you can catch is when they're in the chest. That's a shame. Yeah, up on the towers. Those are the only ones that are actually catchable. Well, I still need it for my team because I need the most dopiest team ever. Yeah, you, you want you want the golden surfer because I want the golden surfer too. He looks cool. Is that what it's called? No, that like his evolve form basically just picture like silver surfer but gold, yeah. and also like just uh, like a like a big bag on its waist and like dreadlocks. I think that's essentially his evolve form. I need that in a dillbird <laughs> <laughs> or a dilly bird. Yeah, all the sex. Yeah, exactly. No, I really want him, but you, but to get him. You have to find the gimme ghoul, whether if it's the chest, because the chest give you more. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll get like anywhere from like fifty to hundred coins when you, uh, you know, kill it or capture. What it. and collect a thousand of them? You need, yeah, you need to collect a thousand. Oh, I'm good. Oh, they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's what you need to get for that. One. And some, and once again, you know, we're still continuing these weird evolutions, like the thousand steps in the overworld and stuff like that. Now the tumbleweed on that one make that makes sense. That makes so much sense, honestly. I got. I had to do that with Palmo, and I was. I was just annoyed the entire time. It was. It was. It was. It was a tedious little thing. But wait, the the thing you said that revives people. Yeah, you have to take Palmo, and he has to walk a thousand steps in the overworld to evolve to his final. Oh. Yeah, just like how John's got to do it with his tumbleweed. Which that, like I said, that makes that makes a lot of sense. It's a tumbleweed, so that, that makes sense to me. See, I just want to evolve my teacup, but I had to find fucking broken. Yeah, you got to find the the evolution part for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, I. As soon as I found out, Sinistee was in the game because I didn't know that. My first thought was, "Damn, where the hell is that teapot gonna be?" <laughs> if you find it, trade it to me. Yeah, I'll let you know if I find it. So far, nothing. And I haven't I'll... even seen one yet. Well, mine was from a Terra battle. I just lucked out, and for oh, some reason, okay. they gave me a gave me as a fairy type. So I have a ghost fairy sin, uh, Sinistee. I will also say with the t- uh, we we haven't even touched on the ra- the raids are so much better it's, because they're so much faster. I wouldn't yeah. know. I didn't do them in Sword and Shield. Yeah, they're tedious. <laughs> in Sword and Shield, it was like you had to go through the phases of it, yeah. of taking it down like a third of its health, and then it pulling its shields and everything. Now in this one, it, it, the Terra battles, if you can one shot it, you can one shot it. Yep. It's, it doesn't stop you. So that's one massive, massive quality of life thing they definitely improved on from the last one. Because, like, also with that, you can play with people online or play with your yep. friends, and you don't have to wait for them to, to make their move and select it. Like, you can just continue to attack yourself. So if one person's just in there and they just went AFK at the start of it, you're good. You can still finish it. So that, that's great because that was also an annoying thing about the the raid battles where you did it with other people where it's just like, all right, well, this is taking five years because one person will take literally the entire time to pick a move, and it just makes the raid battles just last so long. You can pump out a raid battle in like a minute, yeah, which man. is awesome. I need, to, I need to go back and put my Dragon Surskit on my team. All right, relax. <laughs> that sounds legit, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, like, it's the first one that I found. Yeah. I will say... Um, for the actual Terra gimmick, uh, I, I, I like it. And I will say the big thing that I like about it is I don't feel like it's uh, going to break the game per se. Like, no. I love I loved Dynamaxing. I thought it was such a cool gimmick, but I fully acknowledge that it could really break games, especially in singles play. In singles play, it would break games easy. Like, make it just so OP. And it even did the same, really. It was more balanced and more tailored for VGC and, like, you know, the doubles. 
um, but it was still a really overpowered mechanic at times. I feel like Terra is a really nice balance where it doesn't break the game. It doesn't make anything feel overpowered. I will say I'm an idiot and going into the game release, I wasn't sure exactly how Terra was going to work. I wasn't sure if it added the type or not or how it works. So, the, you know, the fact that, you know, because I figured adding the type would make it overly complicated where it's just like, okay, you have this type, this type, and now this type. So what's your weaknesses? What's your strengths? Et cetera, et cetera. But it's only that type when it's yeah, terrestrialized. Yeah, when it's terrestrialized, it's only that single type. So it really makes for some interesting ideas of like what you can do, like what kind of terror type would you want? Like if you want to turn like a Mon who can be really good with a four times weakness to something that's a pretty common move that people like to use, just ter- you know tear it into another type completely, or maybe just tear it into one of those two types you want to throw. Yeah, there's so many different things that you can consider for it. So I don't feel like it breaks the game, which is really cool because Dynamaxing, while cool as hell and very visually fun, uh, was very overpowered at times. I'm so gonna make Magic Carp a fairy. Make him a fairy, man. Make a make a fairy Gyarados. No, just magic card. Just magic card. Okay. I got an yeah. I got an Everstone. I'll just throw that sucker on him. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I the using the like terrestrializing. I haven't done it very much. I haven't really felt the need to. Uh, at least so far, I haven't. Re- I haven't had any battles where I'm like, you know what? I need this. I need this little boost, or I need the, I need this type advantage, or anything like that. Right. But that might just be the fact that. All the all the mons I'm running around with right now just all have really good coverage, hmm. or just the fact that they're all really strong for the early portion of the game. I mean, True. the other thing with that is though, is that you can only use it once until you go hit up a Pokemon Center again. Yeah, it has that recharge for it, whatever. Which I mean, makes sense. Yeah, I mean it does. It makes more sense than the Mega Evolution when they had it, where you just do it every, every battle, battle. Yeah, as much as you want to. At least this is like. Okay, we're we're giving you this power, but you get it once, and then you gotta go charge it up again. Yeah, and it only lasts for so long. Right, which but, I do think is a more balanced way to handle it. Yeah, it it also it just it makes more sense as as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I do like that aspect of it as little as I am actually using it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will say so far in the game. At least for me, there's a very clear winner for the uh, for the best new mod. <laughs> Your flamingo, and it's the fucking flamingo. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people raving about the flamingo, though. It's, I'm not gonna lie, it's so fucking good for it, at least. I don't know if it's gonna fall off. It very could. It could right. very easily fall off the later in the game it gets. I haven't looked at its move sets that mm. it gets, but flying fighting with the moves that it gets early on, it's just a fucking powerhouse against everything. I mean, it is ridiculous. Like if I ran into one and caught it. It was level eight. I was fucking up my team at level twelve. So I was like, "What's happening here?" <laughs> Same thing happened to me when I caught it too. <laughs> yeah. it, it, especially like if you're started countering like a bunch of ground or rock types, even like early on in the game, just fucking makes makes them look like nothing. Oh yeah, fuck Stanler. Why? Because I found him, and the first one I found had a fucked move set where it just hypnotized, hypnosis all my po- all my Pokemon, <laughs> and then it would fucking sand attack on him and just set up on him the entire fucking time. <laughs> and when they finally got out of sleep, it went astonish. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you, Stanler." Stanler's a dick. Damn, that's a toxic move set. <laughs> so it started trying to do that to me, and I got annoyed and just started chucking balls at it until I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, yeah, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Fuck this, I'm done. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing, because I know we talked about it a little bit before the game came out, was uh, the way TMs were going to work in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, because the TMs cost league points to actually make. Mm-hmm. You get and so many fucking league points. Yeah, we were wondering how many league points we were actually going to have access to in the game. It's a fucking lot. Yeah, you yeah. get 500 if you find a one-star Terra battle, and it just goes up in hundreds for each difficulty yeah. up. Yeah. I think and then you, you find TMs fucking everywhere on the ground. Yeah. You find everything. I don't know why there's a shop. <laughs> I don't know why there's a shop. I find I find just as many Pokeballs on the ground. I've got 56 potions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got like 56 I mean, potions. I, got I feel a, that. I've got hyper po- I've got I've got more ethers right now than I've ever had in a Pokemon game. <laughs> and then if you're catching Pokemon, you go to the Pokedex it's like, oh, you've caught 10 Pokemon? Here's more shit. <laughs> Yeah, like I've gotten so many like max potions and hyper potions and yeah. stuff and super potions. I have and like I'm 20 like, full heals for no reason. I've got like 30 revives at this point yeah, too, and I'm like, like, Jesus Christ. Because like I run around and I just I just grab them all as I see them on the ground anyway. And then hell, while my while my Pokemon's run around murdering everything in the field, it's grabbing stuff too. Yeah. But yeah, it's like they they, they give you so many resources. I will say for actually doing the, you know, building the TMs, it goes back to, like, you're going to have to kill Mons, and you're going to have to get the pieces that drop from them. That's, that's it. fine. Just go send it, a murder machine. Yeah, that, that that's going to be... It's fine, but it's also... I feel like every once in a while you're going to get hit with that. Oh, that's going to be annoying. you got to go get this one particular one or whatever the case is, depending on what well, the Mon is. I feel like that depends on how you play the game. Yeah, it does. It because, does. like, how... Especially because the way it sounds like we all started the game. Mm. We in Arizona, we're just... We're running around doing whatever we want, and it's sending, yep. sending, the, sending the squad to go fuck up anything that exists. Yep. Like, I'm running around, and I'm anything I see for the first time, I'm catching, yep. I'm catching the first one I see. And then I'm killing everything else that spawns in the field. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then I move on to the next little portion of the field and rinse, repeat. Although I will say, fucking Dunsparce, motherfucker runs away yeah, underground so <laughs> every <laughs> goddamn time. I so <laughs> quick, bro. I saw, I saw one. It was one of the, the, the Terra spawn mons. I, I saw him. I jumped down. And before I recovered from jumping down, he was gone. It's so annoying, dude. Also, I call bullshit on the falling. That Rotom phone will not save That's your so ass. That's so stupid. I will say that is so dumb. <laughs> Rotom, save me. You're fucked, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> the Rotom phone, where that that is such a dumb little thing. I mean, I'm glad it's there, so that way you're not you don't have to like, you know, so that way you can quickly just go down somewhere yeah. real fast. I like that it's there, but it's just like that's just so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I do like that even if it's. Like some falls, it it hasn't let me just walk off the cliff on. Right. So instead, I just I just jump on my fucking Lego Lego bike, and it, then it lets me ride off because then he just nose dives down and then slowly comes back. I will say, and if you jump off the cliff without the, your legendary, it will actually prompt you like an option to go back up to the top immediately. Yeah, it'll pop up on the screen. Press Y to go back up. So do you want to go back up or you just fell? And I'm like, oh, well, that's a. It's a nice little thing, I guess. See, my favorite moment so far was during the cutscene when you meet the legendary through the cave and the hound oh, yeah. shows up. I enjoyed that moment when your you trainer's like, yeah, go, my new starter. You could fight it. And the poet looks like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Jump back at the ball. It's like, yeah, I'm not doing this one. Sorry. Not today. So I did appreciate that, but then I also I immediately 
didn't appreciate the fact that you had to be standing right next to the legendary walking forward yeah. for it to progress yeah. because I'm walking on the side and I go, oh, there's a ball up there. Invisible wall. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, man, this invisible wall really won't move. <laughs> <laughs> guess I'm going to go walk three feet to the right so he'll move forward a little bit yep. more. Just so I can go get it, yeah. Uh, in terms of like one of my favorite little moments, that was, and it goes into uh, one of the glitches, whatever. Uh, I found out today that, you know, if you let your game go, you know, idle, whatever, you know, your Pokemon may run around, yeah. it'll take a nap, whatever. I found out if they take a nap and another Pokemon comes up and attacks you, they stay in that nap for the whole fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if they get attacked, they're going right back to sleep. Like, but they will also still attack. So it happened to me earlier with Pomo. I was, I was, you know, uh, texting and I look, look up and I'm in a battle with a Tauros. But meanwhile, in the middle of the battle, uh, Pom, uh, Pomo is still asleep, just curled up in a little ball. And I'm like, does he still attack? And I, does he wake up? And I hit arm thrust and all of a sudden you just start seeing him beat the hell out of the Tauros, but he's not moving. He's just still Z's just popping out of sleep. Tauros hits him. He gets up and then you just see him just lay back down and curl back up after he gets hit. <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. That's funny. I like that. Uh, but like, 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 like overall though, I think it's a very, I think they're very fun games. Um, like I said, if, if you're a hard casual of Pokemon, I can definitely see where someone's not going to enjoy this game because they're going to put so much weight on the graphical problems. And it's, it's just the facts that how it is, you know, cause like, you know, in 2022 and it is completely fair to hold them accountable. It's completely fair to have some higher expectations, you know, in, in this, you know, we, we shouldn't have shit like this come out, especially out of, you know, the number one media franchise on the planet. So I'm, I, I get it. I'm not arguing any of that. And it needs to be, you know, they need to be held accountable and stuff. And hopefully there will be a performance patch that will come out. I, it's game freak, so you never know. We may not get a performance patch until the DLC comes out. Yeah. Which that's a legitimate possibility. But, I mean, it's still a fun game, you know, in my opinion. If you're, if you're a diehard Pokemon fan, there's a lot to enjoy about this game. Oh, my, one of my favorite things so far is... Just the fact of, th like, you th when you throw your mod out to let them go just murder everything in the yeah. field, and then there's, it's like, it's it's good enough to beat most everything yeah, yeah. without taking damage, and then it encounters, like, the one encounter on the route, or, like, in the area where you're like, yeah, you probably don't need to fight that one, but you're not paying attention to it anymore, and you just see its health bar on the bottom just go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it, it got tired out so it returned you <laughs> it's like i just turn around i walk over i go yeah man you shouldn't have tried to fuck with that one <laughs> it's like especially when it's like one of them there yeah. and there's like 10 of these other ones that's been one shot and it's like like, dude, what, what are you doing? What, what, where, where, where are you targeting? It is, man? it is sort of funny. The Pokemon, when they are running, they do run to that one and just like, and you just see the sort of sweat come on and they run back to you. Yeah, like, yeah. Help me, daddy. <laughs> help me, help me. It's like, nah, you're on your own, kid. Like, Come on now. Because I've been, I've been having doing that a lot, where I throw out my like my weaker ones in the zone to see if they can handle anything, mm -hmm. and then it's like, I'll throw them out sometimes, and I'm, the first one they run into, it's like, okay, yeah, you're not quite ready yet. Flamingo, go show them how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Flamingo, go carry. So it's like you throw it around, and it's just uh, one of the funniest sights I've seen in a Pokemon game in a while is this, like, uh, the, these new Tauros, these yeah. big fighting What's type. What's their typing? Fighting. All three of them have a different type. Okay. It's like the, the, the big black one that I've seen is, is fighting. Yeah. So it's, like, it's the funniest thing, seeing this, this big Tauros that normally when you run past it, it comes just running straight at you 
just a flamingo walks in the middle of five of them and then they scatter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of the best sights. Yeah, uh, that one, the the normal black one's pure fighting. Uh, the, there's a black and blue one that's water fighting. And I don't remember the typing for the other one. I haven't encountered the other two yet. I've only encountered I've, the I've only type. seen the fighting type yeah, so far. Yeah, there, there are two more. I haven't found them yet, though. They're somewhere out there. No, I've, I've just now, like, when I stopped playing when I came over here, I just encountered uh, oh, with the, the new electric flying birds. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I was I was on this small little beach, and I was looking for water types, and wasn't expecting to encounter a bunch of birds on the beach. But that's, yep. that's where I'm at. Yeah, and also one thing that we've yet to even try that we'll probably follow up on here in a couple of weeks and give our thoughts on how it runs because I haven't really seen anyone talk about it honestly, even though it was such a big, heavy promoted feature is that we haven't tried any of the online play, and I'm kind of curious what the performance is going to be like when we're all online together. You know, I haven't seen a lot of people talk about the online play itself. Now, granted, I've seen videos, don't get me wrong, of some of the glitches coming out of, you know, where one other person's in the game with them. I have seen that, but I haven't seen a primary focus of conversation of, you know, while online uh, online play, this happens, this happens. I haven't seen that necessarily. So that's one thing that we're going to have to try. Um, I, you know, I know Josh has been wanting to hit it up. So I was actually going to hit him up in a little bit and see if he wanted to play and just run around and dick off and stuff. Especially if you're in different versions, because you know whoever, whatever world you join, you can catch my version exclusives, or I can catch yours, or whatever. Um, but overall, uh, fun game so far. We'll chat about it more here in a couple weeks about how far we've got. By that point, I should at least have beaten the game. I don't. I know you're not. You don't really care. No. Nah, I would I assume won't. you've probably beaten the game as well by then too. But Dep- we'll see. Depends on how. Yeah. How distracted I am, just circling off. the world. Right. Uh, all right, let's uh, move on from there. We'll go ahead and just touch on anything from the three games. Which Do you guys have anything you want to follow? Because I have a couple more follow-up thoughts on Sonic, but nope. I, that's why I wanted to put it in there in case you did. Do you have any more God of War thoughts then? Not right now. Okay. The only other thing that I have on Sonic is that you know I'm now in World 3, and it still continues to stay fresh it's not like just a fresh coat of paint on the world like each world continues to be different each open zone and that 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 is a nice feature i really enjoyed the desert area quite a bit which was the second zone and there was uh, it felt it felt a lot bigger than the first one to me and i feel like that's how it's going to be for zone three i haven't gotten super far in zone three yet but that's like the common thing that i've kind of seen online people talking about is that every every time you get into a new zone it's going to get bigger and bigger than the last so that's actually pretty cool uh, in my opinion, now, did there, you get your ship's shit slapped again? Yeah, yep, yep, okay, yep. Went supersonic, went on to try to go to the next world once again, got my shit slapped. So, just how it goes. Uh, second Titan boss battle was still really cool. Uh, second one was cool, a lot more on the rails though than the first one, I feel like, but it was still fun, very annoying. Found out throughout that boss fight that I am very, very bad at using parry because that's the whole focus of the boss fight, very bad at that. Uh, now getting into zone three, haven't got super far yet, you know, before Pokemon came out, the only complaint that I have is there is a lot of like all the traversal stuff that you can hit, like the rails and everything like that. That is those moments where it will turn it to like a 2d side scroller. Oh, so for traversal, it's really annoying. That's the only complaint that I have about zone three so far. I haven't got super far into it. I haven't hit like the cyberspace levels and everything, but the second world was, was really cool. I really enjoyed the second zone quite a bit. 
um, you know, still, still immensely enjoying my experience about this game. Um, and I will say, you know, I know you and I had our bet about the game awards, so, you know, I'll follow up on that. The only thing I really want to hammer when it comes to that game awards thing, and I, I see, I see a lot of people all agreeing on this. It is a fucking crime that Sonic Frontiers did not at least get nominated for best, uh, best soundtrack and music. That oh, did it, it not even make? No, that? it's wow. not a no, it's not a nominee, and like I am blown away by that. Like even like one of the, you know the guy that I fo- one of the guys that I follow who's like the biggest Sonic fan on the planet, uh, Games Cage uh, Fidel, who his, him being such a massive Sonic fan, and the way he gets overhyped has even brought attention to Sonic the Hedgehog, like the, you know, and the company and Sega and the you know the directors and everything from the movie because he got he got to go to the the the, re- the red carpet. For Sonic the movie too, because of how hype he gets, and everyone, funny. everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we got to get this guy." To, like, like he's like he's like the most notable Sonic fan on the internet, right? And even he's just like, "Look, I'll be the first one to admit this game's not perfect, so I understand why it's not in a lot of categories." But he's like, "But the fact that it's not in the music and soundtrack is a fucking crime." Like, I mean, it is, dude. The soundtrack is awesome. I love the soundtrack. So the fact that they didn't get nominated for that—that's just that is disappointing, but. But that's all I have for Sonic for now. I didn't get to play it very much before Pokemon came out. I was very busy this week leading up to Pokemon. But um, the main the main thing is that the that the worlds are still really cool. Uh, I really enjoy it. Um, did we have any Marvel snaps that we want to chat about? I didn't. Know. I always put it on there at this point because I know it's a game that we're, at least me and you. I know you said you took a little bit of a break. Yeah. That we're all consistently playing pretty much a lot. And no, we. I, I just want to always include it on the script in case we have anything we want to shout out. Uh, not particularly. I I didn't play it for a few for, right for like two or three weeks there, but I'm getting back into it now. Man, I'm just waiting I, for Wong. As soon as I get Wong, I can get going on some cool shit. I've come to hate the pixel variants. Oh really? Because that's all my shop ever gives me now. Oh no no. I will say shout out to the Marvel Snap getting nominated for best mobile game. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I saw that. You know where my vote's going. I mean, went to that vote. I was like, yeah, here we yeah, go. Marvel Snap. Let's get it. Let's get it. And like like our uh, mentioned at the beginning of the show for the game awards, uh, all like the categories and nominees that we give a shit about, we'll go through all of them here in a couple weeks, and uh, we'll go through our predictions for who we think's going to win, like we did last year, <laughs> leading up to it. Like like you said that there's there's crime like it's a crime that sonic frontiers didn't get nominated for like best music in that yeah man some of these esports categories i know the fact that like (laughs) the fact that the rlcs isn't represented in Mm -hmm. in any way shape or form in these categories is a fucking criminal yeah it is it's like they they put on some of the best events that have happened in the past Two, two, three, four years, mm. and they don't get any love in, in these votes. That's rough. One, I, I, one of the one of the biggest like controversial talking points that I saw come out of those is is did you guys see Nebellion was nominated for Content Creator of the Year? What? Yeah, he's on yeah, the he's you, on the nomination. Yeah, you made you you posted it. Yeah, I posted it in there for you guys. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he got nominated for Content Creator of the Year. He's one of the five votes. What the fuck? Yeah, that was everyone's just like, I didn't know posting like you know copy like posting like tidbits of news was you know content, but okay. Yeah, there was a lot of conversation on that, and like once you, if you read the actual award, and he's quit too. Yeah, he's quit. So that's that's the only reason he's nominated, in my opinion, is because he quit. And everyone loves you know Jeff Keeley loves Nobelian because of his you know sna- you know snippets of how he handles news. But I, after reading the way they've worded that category, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I can I can see why that's going to be in there. Let's see if I can find it real quick. It's like one of those where it's like worded specifically. So it's like Wor- they, it's they worded- were probably like, we want to do this, 
we have to word it a certain way to get it to happen. The way they worded it is if someone has made like a positive impact on the gaming community is essentially the way and and that Nebellion had did do that. Let's be fair. He you know, he's a very positive impact on the game community with how he always handled news. He's the number one gaming news site on Twitter before he quit. So that's the way they worded it to I feel like to add him in there, which I thought was funny. I'll vote for him. I love Nebellion. You know, re, you know, hopefully he follows all of his dreams and whatever he's going he, to after do he next. quits he gets an award. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess while we're just talking about Game Awards, I'll go ahead and hit talk, um, shout out the nominees for Game of the Year. Uh, no surprise, Elden Ring and God of War. Uh, Horizon, no surprise there. We, we figured all three of those, and the, it was the other three we weren't sure about. Plague Tale ended up making it. Okay, Plague Tale, Requiem, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I pitched, Fucking Stray. And, and Stray, which it was one of the highest Metacritic games of the year, but I didn't think Stray would have made it, honestly. I will say, there, it's like, credit to this list. This is, this is actually a pretty good... Pretty good list. Yeah. Some diversity in there for game yeah. of the year, unlike unlike usual. This is a battle of two games, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it really is. is. Yeah, it's it like is. it's like credit to the developers of these games. You made it to the you yep. made it to the big nomination, but this this year you everybody it's, knew it's what God they of were. War, getting, Elden Ring. Yeah. Everybody knew what was going up was going to be the two big hitters. Yep. It was just the question of God of War has to come out so we can see if it actually lives up to it. Yeah. And can compete against it. It's so. actually really fascinating to watch that that juggernaut battle because the last time that we had this, ironically enough, was 2018 with God of War as well. Because that year it was God of War and Red Dead Redemption. There yeah. was no other like. Granted, you know, I know Spider Man was a nominee. Was I a- love Spider Man, but everyone knows that it was Red Dead or God of War's well, show. Well, the thing like was, up front, the thing there too was it was it was Red Dead and Red Dead Two and God of War. Yep, and er- it was kind of like the underdog story of that year because mm-hmm. everybody said Red Dead. Yeah, and, Nobody, and, and it was because Red Dead won multiple awards that and, game, that show. And, and then <laughs> it's like this year is going to be very interesting with that battle because this year everybody, like everybody loved Elden Ring. Yep. But everybody knew they're like, God of War is coming out. Yep. God of War is coming out. We got we to gotta see what it is. We got to see what it is. So this year we got what everybody was predicting was going to be game of the year when it came mm-hmm. out. And the game that came out and blew everyone away in Elden Ring. Yep. So this is going to be a fun one. I, I can't wait for it. I can't wait to do the live show. I'm really excited. Yeah, we're doing the live show, okay? All right, I'm going to do my best not to get sick this time. <laughs> Where I just lose my voice like I did last year. But I, I do like what John said about uh, the d- diversity of this list. Even though it is, you know, it, it is one of two. We know yeah. that. Last year was completely like, who knows it's going to fucking be. Last couple of years, I feel yeah, like Yeah, last like year that. been sort of what it's in the air. Yeah, but this year, we know. We know. It's, but, you know, shout out to Stray, though. Shout out to Stray making Game of the Year nominee for uh, Game Awards. That's pretty cool. And I also want to stress to the listeners, I am fully aware that Game Awards is not the all, you know, the all in, you know, end all, whatever for Game Awards. We we know that, but you know, it is. It's the big event. It's the, it's the, event. It's the biggest event. Okay, that's why it's it's the bit most talked about. I mean, I understand there are other Game of the Year nominees and categories for other companies, but this is the big one. Yeah, right? this Let's is the big real. one. This is, this is the big one that everyone's going to watch. Yeah, people, this, sh- yeah. people show up to sit in seats. Yeah, and receive like, awards. Yeah, like this. This is the big one, guys. Come on, let's be real here. Uh, all right, uh, so last thing here, and we'll hit the weekly wrap-up real quick, is Black Friday well, I'm just going to cut it to Alex for the next 20 minutes. No, nah, it won't be that long. I'm going to run through this pretty quickly, honestly. There's, there's, there's one fucking, like, 
really good deal on here Ooh. that I, when, when you start going okay. through. Yeah, and, and it goes for both of you. Any deals that I shout out, you know, uh, that you want to double down on the head, it's a good deal. Make sure to make sure to follow up on that. So like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, Best Buy is the only ad that's not out at the time of this live stream. So definitely go check that out uh, and see the game deals on that one. Because as I've said, when it comes to these, every company is trying to one-up one another. You'll see games go down a dollar, $2, $5 just to one-up it. You know, you see it every single year as the order of ads come out. Uh, so in general, uh, Xbox Series S is pretty much 250 everywhere, which is a pretty damn good deal in my opinion. Especially, I think it was, I think it was Target actually right now as we're live. I think they have the Series S up for 20 for 250, and you also get a, I think a 50 dollar Target gift card with it. So that's a pretty damn good deal in my opinion. So I mean, Xbox Series S for 250 pretty much everywhere. Good deal, good deal there. And also, from what I see, it appears that the Game Pass um, cards and the PlayStation Plus cards are no longer a holiday sale, which is big rip because that's where I would always stockpile. <laughs> I do it every year, man. My Game Pass still doesn't expire till sometime middle of next year uh, because of how much I stockpiled last year because they were on sale. All right, so we'll kick things off with GameStop. They were the first one to come out. So uh, they advertised some $35 games like FIFA, Madden, NBA 2K, Animal Crossing New Horizon, Just Dance, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Saints Row, and Elden Ring. Of course, they do have the buy two, get one free on pre-owned. Uh, some $17 games that they have advertised is Crash Racing. Quarry, that's a good pickup there in my opinion. Quarry is a very fun game, especially play it with some friends, do the movie mode like us three did. You'll, you'll have a very fun time watching how things play out. Grid Legends, Witcher 3, which of course, is getting its next-gen update here very soon, or current-gen update is a better way to put it. Uh, WWE 2K, Spyro, and Digimon Survive. Let me stop you right Why now. Why does Digimon I, Survive there? The I fact that this is $17, <laughs> if you're at least a <laughs> yep. passable Digimon fan, this is possibly the best deal you're going to get. That is a good deal. I saw that. I'm like, oh, yeah, John's going to like that, that one. Is, that is fucking nuts. Yeah. That game is so... Yeah, granted, it's a visual novel. Yeah, visual yeah. novels aren't for everyone. But that game is so fucking good. I'm surprised it's at $17 already. The, what a turnaround for me on this game, by the way. Yeah, the it first, really was. From the first <laughs> little bit we played it where I was like, I'm not feeling it. That's that's one of my favorite games of the year. Right. Have you played it again and not murdered everybody? I'm... I'm working my way through that playthrough. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. Hopefully, no. Hopefully, you don't kill everyone this time. No. That that's kind of like I, whenever I feel like playing it, I hop in and I do that. Gotcha. And I will also go ahead and say for the other like Black Friday stuff on the other ads, I'll shout out. I did not see anything with Digimon Survive. So if you want to try that game out for seventeen dollars, yeah. I did not beat it, but I can side with John that it is a very good game. Seventeen bucks at GameStop. Good pickup there with Digimon yeah. Survive. Uh, with next, the amount of time, like with the amount of like replayability that that yeah, game has, it really too, does. It's like if if you play that game through to see the different endings and that, if you enjoy it that much, I mean, visual novel style tactical battle. So I mean, you're looking at two hundred hours for seventeen dollars, right? Easy chunk of time you can put in. Uh, some $29 games they have advertised, like, of course, NHL. P5R, so that's cool. Um, Dying Light 2, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 and 2, uh, Gran Turismo 7, Destroy All Humans, Soul Hackers 2, Ratchet, Rift Apart, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, and Mario and Sonic Olympic Games. And for some $39 games, we have the new, the Demon Slayer game that I don't think anyone really played, PGA F1, uh, New Tales from the Borderlands, Plague Tale Requiem is already on sale, so there's pick up there if you don't have an Xbox or access to Game Pass you know, and you wanted to play that game. 
Miles Morales, Horizon Forbidden West, good pickup on that one. Mario Party Superstars, Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes, and Link's Awakening. And then for some accessories, Dual Sense for 50 bucks, which pretty much is everywhere, as well as about $10 off Xbox controllers. That's pretty much everywhere as well. Save up to 30 bucks on various forms of memory, which is always a nice little pickup if you need some more for your Switch, your PlayStation, or your Xbox. Up to 40% off Switch accessories. Good good little buy there. They all, I did also notice they're selling a $500 iBuy Power PC as six, a 1650 graphics card, but for 500 bucks, and, you, and if you don't want to be a hardcore PC gamer, I feel like that's a pretty good pickup, um, in, in my opinion. You know, if you know if you don't plan to be hardcore, but you want to get something for PC, that might not be a bad buy. Up to fifty percent off PC accessories and uh, up to twenty five percent off statues, figures, and more. Uh, and that's pretty much the tar- That's pretty much the GameStop ad. Uh, Digimon Survive. I feel like is definitely the big headliner there. Uh, heading over to Target, and once again, we will already see the changes from one ad to the other because $30 Switch games, Mario Party Superstars, and Breath of the Wild are two that are advertised. Both these were $35 and $39, respectively, at GameStop. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, that game is brand new. It's full price at $60, but you get a free Target gift, $10 Target gift card. So if you were wanting that game, might want to pick it up now and get that Target gift card. Put it towards something else. Uh, Mario Kart Live is on sale for $60. Bucks. Keep in mind, that is normally a $90 purchase. Still going to pass on that for me personally. Just Dance 2023 for 40 bucks. No deals, 35 at GameStop. Some $20 games, TMT Turtles Collection, the Cowbun Collection, Plants and Zombies for the Nintendo Switch, Sackboy Adventure, Halo Infinite, which that one's pretty much 20 bucks across the board as well. Spider-Man Game of the Year Edition on PS4, FIFA 23 for the Nintendo Switch, because it's pretty much FIFA-like 19, essentially, from what I understand from people that play FIFA on the Switch, is they have not updated the game in like five years. And WWE uh, 2K22, also 20 bucks there. Uh, $30 game, SpongeBob Racers. It takes two for the Switch. Nice little pickup there, potentially. Uh, NBA 2K, uh, P- uh, P5R for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. FIFA 23 for the previous gen. And then Madden as well. And all, most, some of those were about 35 bucks a game. Stop, save a little money there. $35 games, FIFA for the current gen. NHL, Forza Horizon 5 and F1. $40 game, Sonic Frontiers. Definitely recommend that one. Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, and Saints Row. Some $15 games. Uh, Rabbit's Party. GTA 5, which is the uh, current generations, Xbox Series X and PS5, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and Battlefield 2042. Uh, that's on Game Pass, so definitely don't go buy that game. Uh, $10 games, we got Jedi Fallen Order, and of course, God of War 2018, which pretty much always goes on sale for $10. Bucks. Uh, they also have a lot of headsets on sale, and they also have the headset that I personally have, uh, have the Turtle Beach Stealth 700 Gen 2 Max is on sale for $140. I love that headset, so I definitely recommend it there. Uh, and then, like I said, controllers, pretty much the same price. They were at $50, $45 bucks and stuff. There is a HyperX gaming bundle as well. It's a headset, mouse, keyboard, and I think something else for $90 bucks if you want to get something new for your PC. And then they also have BOGO 15% off select gaming gift cards. And then the Walmart ad, which is currently, like in my opinion, the goaded ad right now in terms of some prices because, again, it was the latest one. Best Buy is going to should top it. Uh, so Gotham Knights already on sale for $35. Bucks. How, boys, how are we feeling about that potential pickup? You, would you guys recommend Gotham Knights for 35 What do you think? I mean, yeah, I'd probably get it for 35 I mean, okay. it's a nice time killer. Yeah, it, it, it is, yeah. What about you, John? Would, um, you, would you push that one for 35 I mean, could, it's a little annoying considering we just paid 70 for it. I mean, yeah. it is. Yeah, it is. But yeah. the fact that it's 35 bucks, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, right. It's like the game's, I'd say the game's fun enough to, to pay that for it. 
and that and that's the only ad I've seen with Gotham Knights on sale. I did not see it at GameStop and Target. I, I searched it up as well. But I imagine to match it, I could see GameStop and Target probably putting it on sale to so just keep it on the website potentially if you prefer one of those to shop at. Uh, Madden 35, FIFA 35, and Modern Warfare 2 for 55. Uh, no, their dual sense is actually 49. Um, so you know, $1 cheaper. Like I said, that's what we do here. Uh, Breath of the Wild, $29, $1 cheaper. Death Stranding for 20 bucks. Uh, 2K22 for $27. So again, a little bit cheaper. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, 35. Mario Party Superstars, again, $29. That $1 cheaper just to try to get you to go there. Skywalker Saga for 35. Nick All-Star Brawl for 20. Tiny Teens Wonderlands for 29. Elden Ring, 35. MLB The Show for 35. Gardens of the Galaxy, 15. Very good pickup there if you don't have access to Game Pass because it is on Game Pass. Gardens of the Galaxy is a phenomenal game, and I highly recommend it. 15 bucks is such a damn good price for it if you don't have Game Pass. Uh, Battlefield 24-2 for 29. Halo Infinite, like I said, for 20. GTA 5 for $10 there, and this is, again, the, this is the current generation version. Last of Us Remastered for 15. Horizon Forbidden West 35. Mass Effect Legendary Edition for 20 bucks. Very good purchase there. Uh, Resident Evil Village for $20. Uh, Animal Crossing's uh, New Horizons for 29. So a little bit cheaper there. Returnal 35. Uh, Link's Awakening for 29. Three Hopes for 35. And Frontiers for 29. So that is that is the place to buy Sonic Frontiers for 29 bucks. I like that you almost got you almost got thrown off by your own abbreviations and went for the Assassin's Creed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he almost did. Uh, I did, yeah. I, yeah, I, I like your brain with Assassin's Creed. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Animal Crossing. Yep, yep. It, 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 my own abbreviations messed me up. but No, I mean, there is some pretty solid games on sale this year. I mean, Sonic Frontiers, Guardians, Digimon Survive. I mean, I, you know, P5R is on sale for some of you. Know, that is, of course, on Game Pass. But if you don't have it, that's a good pickup. I know Zach would ha- you know push that one for sure. Mario Party Superstars, a lot of fun to you know, play with friends and stuff. Uh, Breath of the Wild. I mean, goddamn, that's been out forever. I mean, you should have Breath of the Wild at this point. Question: Did either of y'all watch that Mario Party in real life video I posted the other day? No, I'm into. I'm sorry. It's fucking, it is a nice story of what Mario Party really does to people. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, lot, lots of good games though. Lots of good games. I know you're gonna push that Digimon Survive one. That's Dude, gonna be your biggest one. It's so it's crazy that that game's seventeen dollars. Yeah, seventeen dollars. I thought that was a very good price when I saw that. Now, like I said, just looking forward to the Best Buy uh, ads, seeing what's going to be on there. I don't know if there's any games that I'm personally like, like, oh, yeah, I need to pick that up. I, I feel pretty good at the time, especially since I already have, like, God of War. I still need to play. I still need to finish Sonic. I have Pokemon now. I have Midnight w- Suns in yeah. two weeks. It's, it's a little hard to, yeah. to look at a list and go, I, I, need, I need that, that right yeah. now. I was about to say, because out of- we're so fresh with games that are coming yeah. out. Out of all those, the only one that was slightly big minus was Tiny Tina's. Yeah, See, I still got to pick that up. Same. And I, I want to play that. But I almost know there's somewhere I could probably look and find it cheaper. Right. That's the that's my thing. I, I want to eventually get it because I do want to play that game. Yeah. Honestly, the only one that I, that really piqued my interest in this whole list, and it's just for a dumb fucking reason that I know you definitely don't support, is uh, honestly just Mass Effect just so I can own it physically because I don't own it physically. Is for the legendary. That's like that's the only reason why it piques my interest. I don't have it physically. You don't own the legendary edition physical copy. You own every other. You own the physical copies of the game. I know I do, but that's why I need the legendary edition. I'm to pretty add to sure the two of them are collector's editions. Yeah, two of them are collector's edition. I have like three Mass Effect threes. I used to get yeah. I used to get made fun of for buying the same game over and over again. This Here I am. <laughs> Yours still hasn't stopped releasing. Fucking Skyrim. I've only <laughs> bought that. I mean, he may have bought it more than me. Uh, that's 
That's possible, actually. <laughs> the only thing I was really happy about this list was GTA 5 at $10, where it should be. That's fucking true. <laughs> After all these years. Finally. Jesus Christ. Even then, it goes on sale for 5 every now and then. Yeah, it does. Speaking of that, one that I'm surprised I didn't see on any list is Cyberpunk, because that one always goes on sale for like 10 or $5. Hey, the anime saved it. Edge Runners saved it. Edge Runners did save Cyberpunk. It put it in a different light. Hey, yeah. Now they know that they can sell it for 15 yeah, yes. <laughs> pump up the price. Uh, again, I do push Sonic Frontiers for sure at that $29 price. Uh, that's one that I definitely push. Very, It's a very fun game, guys. I mean, I, I really push someone to pick that one up. Um, any other uh, things that you want to shout out for the Black Friday stuff? Or go ahead and hit weekly wrap up and get out of here. I'd say a wrap up. All right, let's do it. Uh, so I already hit the Game Awards. I already hit Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 date for the current gen update is coming 12-14. I already know Josh is very, very pumped up for that. Uh, the only other things I have here is Bayonetta 4 was teased by Hideki Kamiya, which for the I only wanted to throw that in there because for the love of God, just already stop right now because like we had Bayonetta 3 revealed and obviously it took like seven years. Yes. Yeah, just just stop, okay? Don't let's not do this again. All right, you know, do talk about it here in a, a few years when you're closer to release. Like let's not but do they, that again. They had Bayonetta 3 done for so long. Maybe they went ahead and got started on <laughs> four. Maybe you know. Uh, and then maybe they looked at Metroid Prime 4 and went, hey, we can release before them. Yeah, maybe it's a race now <laughs> of which 4 is going to come out first, Metroid Prime 4 or Bayonetta 4. Which one? Half-Life 4. Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> all right, the last thing in the weekly wrap-up is uh, recently Blizzard has announced all game services to be suspended in China Woo! starting on January 23rd. It ultimately came down to Blizzard and NetEast not being able to come back and reach an agreement on their deal to allow Blizzard games to be in China. So, it's the last thing on the weekly wrap-up. Yeah, you win for China. Yeah. In my opinion, yes. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion, yes. And it's not anything slight against China. It's just a slight against Blizzard. So, uh, this uh, this past week, uh, uh, Warzone 2.0 came out. I saw oh, that. Oh, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, played it, I played it a little bit. Is it any different? It's a little bit different. Okay. It's like in the in the battle royale modes now they have like strongholds in in that which have uh, AI in it. So another, it's basically a a point to fight at because they they kind of got a, are moving away from being able to just purchase your full loadout. Oh, uh, okay. Like immediately into the game, so it's another way to get access to your loadout. Gotcha. And then they. It's like they made buying the weapons of your loadout because you have to buy them individually. So buying those individually are more expensive now. Instead of just buying the whole loadout in one bolt. Yeah. And then uh, they they also, with that download, they also had their uh, DMZ mode, which is their extraction mode. Uh, kind of their their answer to the wave of game, like Tarkov-esque games that have come out. Okay. Uh, not quite the same. A similar concept, but uh, you load in with a loadout, and if you if you die with that loadout, it's gone. Is the the main takeaway of it? And you load in. There's a bunch of AI in there, and then I don't remember how many players it it spawns in, but it it's a fun mode. It's like I I played a few rounds of it, and it was it was uh, fun. And the the AI ranges from like basically just targets to shoot at that aren't going to react to you very well yeah. to you fire a bullet and an army comes after you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's... 
I mean, it's it's slightly different Warzone. Some people have some problems with it. And then their new extraction mode, which is at least the little bit I played of it, fairly fun. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you got anything you want to shout out? No, no. I got nothing. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I'm just going to go play Pokemon now. So I think that's it. We'll hit the music. We'll get out of here, boys. I want to go play Pokemon. All right, then. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this live with us, you can hit subscribe on Spark 3 if you haven't for some reason already. And you can also go check the GameStetic YouTube and go subscribe there. Maybe also Terrible Football. Maybe Anime. But definitely Sparky 3 at the very least. You can help us out there. Come on, please. Sparky 3 at the least. Thank you. Bye. I do everything he said and more. And if you made it to the end of this episode, thank you very much. And remember, we will be on break next week, but we'll be back the week after. So hopefully you'll come and see us then. Yeah, uh, and make sure to check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that support. Join the Discord down below. Come chat with us. Uh, hopefully you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your friends, family, or whomever you're spending it with. Um, you know, Pick up some games on Black Friday like Digimon Survive, Sonic Frontiers, Mass Effect, GTA, whatever you want to pick up. Uh, definitely you know, looking forward to you know, maybe hearing about what you pick up. Come back and let us know here in a couple weeks. Pikmin 3. Not Pikmin 3. I don't, actually, I wonder if Pikmin 3 is going to be on sale. Probably. Probably, but it's just, like, it just not advertised. But it probably is on sale somewhere. Check GameStop for that one. Keep an eye out for the Best Buy ad. And we'll be back in a couple weeks to chat about uh, Marvel Midnight Suns. So that's really cool. All right. Bye.